Greetings in the name of our wonderful Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. This devotional is titled, Those Days versus That Day. Those Days versus That Day. Matthew 24, 25 is a most important prophetic text in the New Testament. It comes from the mouth of the Lord Jesus Christ and is commonly called the Olivet Discourse. I call it the prophetic seed plot of the New Testament. The rest of New Testament revelation builds on what Jesus revealed here. In Matthew 24, 25, Jesus takes prophetic seeds, quote-unquote, seeds from the Old Testament and builds on them. In the Bible, revelation is progressive. It builds. The Old Testament clearly revealed that one day Messiah would come to earth and set up his kingdom. But now in the Olivet Discourse, Jesus gave us additional revelation regarding his second coming. He revealed that there are two aspects, two phases to his second coming. The flow of Matthew 24 goes like this. Matthew 24, 4-35 deals with sign events related to the tribulation period climaxing in the second coming. Matthew 24, 36, transition, a transitional marker. And then Matthew 24, 36-51 deals with the life as normal period leading up to the surprise coming of the rapture that ushers in the day of the Lord. Note carefully that up to this point in the discourse, Jesus has been speaking of those days in reference to the coming tribulation period. But now in verse 36, he speaks of that day, that day singular. Matthew 24, 36 says, but of that day and hour, no one knows. Not even the angels of heaven, but my Father only. He is speaking here of a certain specific day. So specific that he speaks of that day and hour. The strong emphasis is that no one knows this exact day and hour. It is very precise. The Greek phrase peri-day, translated as but of, at the beginning of the verse, indicates a transition in subject. Still related, but a transition. Robert Thomas says peri-day is a frequent device for introducing a change from one subject to another phase of the same subject. I think that is the exact nuance in view here. In other words, I believe that day <clears throat> here refers to the first phase of Christ's second coming, the rapture, that serves to introduce the day of the Lord judgment that will then climax in the second coming of Christ to the earth. Christ is saying that the exact timing of this particular day is unpredictable. No one has a clue when it is going to happen. Now think about this with me. Which aspect of Christ's coming is unpredictable in terms of timing? Is it the first phase, the rapture, or the second phase, his return to the earth? It is very clear that Christ returns right at the end of the seven-year tribulation period. Daniel 9.24 is clear that at the conclusion of the 70th week of Daniel, everlasting righteousness will be brought in. We know that from the time Antichrist goes into the temple and declares himself to be God, there will be exactly three and a half years until the end. Daniel 9.27, Revelation 13.5. And we know that at the end of the 70th week of Daniel, the Lord will then come and destroy Antichrist, quote, with the brightness of his coming, as seen in 2 Thessalonians 2.8. Therefore, 
I submit to you that once the tribulation period starts, anyone with Bible knowledge would potentially be able to discern almost exactly when the Lord is going to come at the end of the seven-year tribulation period. Jesus said in reference to the tribulation period events that lead up to his second coming to the earth, quote, when you see all these things, know that it is near at the doors, Matthew 24, 33. Thus, the second coming to the earth will be very predictable. They will know when it is at the doors. But verse 36 introduces a different nuance regarding that which cannot be known. I submit to you he is introducing the first phase of a second coming known as the rapture. The coming of that day is unpredictable. It is this first phase that comes as a total surprise, not the second phase. Robert Thomas says, quote, Matthew 24, 36 speaks of a different arrival from the arrival signaled by all these things in 24, 32 through 34, end quote. In other words, it is the second coming of the rapture that no one has a clue as to the timing in contrast to Christ's second coming to earth. In Scripture, we do see general trends of growing apostasy <clears throat> at the end of the church age, in, for example, 2 Timothy 3 and 4. We do see the day approaching, Hebrews 10.25, and yet there are no specific definitive signs that tell us when the first phase of Christ's second coming will happen. In this regard, Jesus said, Therefore, you also be ready, for the Son of Man is coming at an hour you do not expect. Matthew 24, 44. Take it from Jesus. He is coming when it is not expected. Perhaps today. Live ready. Maranatha. Our Lord comes. Lord, we thank you for the truth of uh, your coming. And, uh, Lord, we have that blessed hope, uh, new revelation given to the church. And really, as New Testament revelation is developed, building on what Jesus said here, uh, we find that it was a mystery previously unrevealed. This aspect of, of your second coming, uh, your coming for the church uh, to rapture us out of the world before the day of the Lord judgment falls. So, Lord, uh, we know you are coming. We just don't know when. Perhaps today. Lord, indeed, help us to live ready and uh, to live in that, in that mode uh, as a way of life. Uh, Lord, certainly you are coming, and uh, it's getting closer, perhaps today. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen.